How's it going, guys? We have a medium difficulty question for biochem slash immuno for step one. It's a past level vignette, plus slightly challenging answer choices as far as how the integration of the content is concerned. So before we get started, please subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Give the video a like. Really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram at melman underscore medical, M-E-H-L-M-A-N underscore medical. The link is down below. Find me on Telegram. Links to the Telegram group and channel are down below. Now let's start the clip. Six-year-old boy, two-day history of fever and productive cough. He's had recurrent chest infections since the age of two years. Temperature is 102 Fahrenheit. He's at the third percentile for height and weight. Question just wants to know what's most likely to be seen in this patient. Let's just walk through the answer choices. We'll go backwards. Choice E, systolic murmur, wrong fucking answer. Obviously very nonspecific, could refer to a myriad of things. If we were to entertain what this could be in a pediatric case with an uh, immunodeficiency, we could conjecture the George syndrome, where you get Tetralogy of Fallot classically, which the VSD component is systolic murmur, the pulmonic stenosis component also systolic murmur. So they'll often give you harsh systolic murmur in the George syndrome, okay? Wrong fucking answer. Choice D, scanty lymph node and tonsils, wrong answer. This refers to B-cell deficiency, classic for Bruton, X-linked A, gamma globulinemia, or severe combined immunodeficiency syndrome. Now, whilst this kid does have recurrent pneumonias since the age of two years, and you say, well, those are presumably bacterial, why couldn't? Not Actually, not necessarily bacterial. You could get pneumocystis, you can get viral, but my, my point is, if one of you watching this fucking clip were to say, why is this not necessarily Bruton? It's because the age of onset at two years, it's not classic, okay? Usually the age of six months, most questions for Bruin, four to seven months. I've seen one question in one of the pediatrics forms where it was from birth, uh, but the B-cell deficiency for both Bruin as well as SCID, they like to say scanty lymph nodes and tonsils. Wrong fucking answer. Choice C, diminished leukocyte migration of sites of infection. Wrong answer. It's leukocyte adhesion deficiency, uh, deficiency of LFA1, CD18 integrin. You're going to have deficient diapedesis of white blood cells to sites of infection, causing decreased pus uh, at the sites of infection, as well as uh, recurrent staph infections is classic. And of course, some students lean on the crutch of delayed separation of umbilical cord at birth. Wrong fucking answer. Choice B, decreased endocrine pancreas function, wrong answer. A bit tricky, and this is because I was a flagrant asshole and I wrote endocrine pancreas here, which is completely different from exocrine pancreas. Endocrine pancreas refers to uh, what's secreted, the hormones secreted into the blood by the pancreas, okay? Insulin, glucagon, somatostatin by the islet cells in the tail of the pancreas. In contrast, exocrine pancreas refers to lipases, proteases, bicarb uh, secreted into the duodenum. So this kid has cystic fibrosis and he would have exocrine pancreas insufficiency. Okay. But exocrine, all right, not endocrine. And that's because we get inspissated secretions. Okay. Fancy vocab word, inspissation refers to decussation, uh, dried up secretions within a lumen. Uh, that's what happens in cystic fibrosis. Uh, we get exocrine pancreas insufficiency, fat-soluble vitamin malabsorption, ADEK. All dogs eat kittens. Those are the fat-soluble vitamins. But classically, D and E are the deficiencies they get uh, with exocrine pancreas insufficiency. And in this case, decreased bone mineralization is the correct answer, okay? Because uh, the, the role of vitamin D at bone is to convert unmineralized osteoid into mineralized hydroxyapatite. And whilst I didn't give you any uh, signs of rickets. I didn't give you bowed tibias, okay, classic finding. Uh, but we 
Nevertheless, they're going to have exocrine pancreas insufficiency, very high yield, okay? And also vitamin E deficiency, super fucking high yield on the biochem questions for uh, exocrine pancreas insufficiency, okay? Which presents as hemolysis. So, and also neuropathy similar to B12 deficiency, okay? Uh, vitamin E deficiency, that is. So cystic fibrosis, autosomal recessive, chromosome 7, uh, the CFTR channel, it's a chloride channel, normally located at the cell membrane. Uh, in cystic fibrosis, however, if you do electron microscopy, you'll visualize the channel misfolded and sequestered in the rough endoplasmic reticulum of the cytosol. We could do a very fucking extended discussion of all the little mechanisms for different things in CF, but my point of recapitulation here for this short clip is that you need to know uh, cystic fibrosis, okay, Crohn's disease. If we have uh, malabsorptive disorders in pediatrics, we can get fat-soluble vitamin malabsorption. Classically, vitamin D and vitamin E are the ones that are highest yield for USMLE. Okay, you need to uh, have that on the forefront of your mind when you see a vignette such as this. You know the deal. I'm going to continue to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe to my channel. And I appreciate your time. That's it.